Hi guys, welcome to The Church Split. My name is Will, and you guys know what this is. This is our new review series. We are continuing through Spooktober, so we're talking about scary movies and uh, or like creepy things. And so, I'll be honest, guys, I almost didn't make it a, 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 an episode on this particular show um, for a few reasons that I might explain later. We'll see if I don't get too sidetracked. Um, but one of the things is, as I started realizing that, you know, maybe as a Christian, we should talk about some of the concepts in this show. So, of course, we're talking about the Jeffrey Dahmer show. Um, so we're going to move on to that. But first, like and subscribe. All right. Now, a few things. First off, this show um, will not be for everybody uh, like any other spooky show or creepy show or um, even intense graphic action movies. It won't be for everyone. OK, so if that if it's not for you, don't watch it. You know what the show is about. If you know anything about Jeffrey Dahmer, serial killer and a cannibal. What's you know, if that is something that you want to avoid for fully 100%. Now you know. Now the other thing is with this show is uh the reason why I watched it was because not only like everyone else did I hear that this was the number one show that Netflix has ever put out, which is impressive since they have Stranger Things, but also just the story of Jeffrey Dahmer I think is more fascinating for Christians than most since he later on professed Christ or claims to have professed Christ, okay? So I think that there's a bit of a fascination there. So few things, things I loved about the show. Peters does an incredible job. He actually, if you've seen uh, interviews with Dahmer, he, he really kind of nails the whole personality thing. Um, then also the entire cast was amazing. It just really well edited as well. Like the production team on this, the editors, all of it really deserve an award as well because the cinematography is so well done. And the reason why I think it's it was so good was it they found a way to convey what was happening without being too graphic so certain people when like something like you know texas chainsaw massacre or whatever they would take that moment to capitalize to make it as gory as possible and be, and make it just you know a shock factor and a gore factory and just make it very gratuitous uh, i actually felt like the show handled it pretty tastefully because it's pretty distasteful everything about it right the whole show is on is supposed to be uncomfortable like if you're if you're like oh my gosh well sh christians shouldn't watch that because of how you know dark and creepy or how um uncomfortable though that subject matter is yeah no duh the whole point of it is that it is uncomfortable the point isn't that it's good the point is that it's very very bad and you should feel bad about it so and also because if christians don't acknowledge the pain and the suffering that happens in the world and how evil things can be in the world you're really going to miss the boat when you sit down and talk to somebody who's been a victim of those things um a good friend of mine growing up uh was murdered and um, I spoke at her funeral and I just remember distinctly being like, wow, how do you talk to somebody who's experienced this? Right. And so when you really just kind of get down to that was one of the things I kept asking, like, how would I talk to these victims, uh, throughout, like, how do you even, what do you even say to somebody like that? You know? And then, so as a Christian, you better have a good response to the problem of evil, which is why right now on the channel, on our, on a, during our apologetics classes, you can find we're doing an, uh, a problem of evil series right now, trying to make sure we flush that out because we need to have good responses as Christians. But anyway, um, so back to what was great about the show. I loved that aspect, how well produced it was, how well edited it was. It didn't fall into the gratuitous, but it also didn't censor everything. But it did leave certain things to your imagination, but it did kind of show you this is not okay. Look at some of these horrible things. And there's certain way things on it you just can't censor, right? There's certain things that you won't be able to censor if you're going to talk about the subject matter properly. One of the biggest things that Christians will also do is they avoid the subject matter, right? We even whisper terms like sex, right? You know, 
sex, and we whisper it as if it's a bad thing. Well, if we act so embarrassed to not talk about the reality of reality, I think that's a real problem for Christians. And so love that. The other thing I really liked about the show is that it doesn't start the way you expect the show to start. I feel like when I started the show, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a show about just him going from start to finish of his killings. And I was really, I didn't want anything to do with the show if that was the case. So it starts off and it's very uncomfortable because the entire one, the entire first episode is something about his killings. And what ends up happening though is it ends in a way you wouldn't expect it to end. And then the rest of the show is really about his victims, uh, which I thought was actually very tasteful because that is the reality. We shouldn't be glorifying serial killers. We should not be glorifying uh, school shooters. We should be really actually focus on who they impact. One of the other criticisms the show has gone is that they've made Jeffrey Dahmer too sympathetic in the show. I don't think that's true. I actually think they show him as very distasteful. Um, But also what can happen if people, um, if you set up the right dominoes and you put the right circumstances out, you monsters can be created and not saying that people don't have free will. Obviously they do. And they make those choices, but also how can we better those choices for them? Like how can we be a better influence for them? And if you have a toxic home environment, you have parents who aren't willing to parent properly. You have parents who aren't looking for proper signs. You have parents that are just, angry or uh, lax or they're alcoholics or they have all these other problems, it can cause more problems for the kids. And so I think we see a little bit of that explored, which I I actually thought was good because it shows the honesty, right? Um, The other thing I liked about the show with uh, exploring the victims is that you really kind of get attached to some of the victims. And sometimes you also see how law enforcement does fail. And as Christians, a lot of conservative Christians are always, you know, very blind to just well, the police are good. Police are good. Back the blue. And even though, yes, I am pro-police as in I want law enforcement, I also think we need to remember the fact that, man, sometimes they will fail, right? And this one, man, they failed. And they make that very clear in the show. It's a very strong reality of this show as how much the law enforcement failed their community. Um a few things I didn't like, though, it did get a little bit into that liberal intersectionality thing, and specifically a certain episode with a, one of his deaf victims. It did explore that a little bit too much, um, and I, I wasn't a big fan of that because I'm just like, okay, whatever. Um, I just don't like a lot of the stuff that deals with intersectionality in general because I am a conservative and I don't buy intersectionality at, as a whole. Now, uh, with that being said, also being someone who's in deaf ministry, uh, the whole deaf episode, there's a whole episode, one of his victims was deaf, and it tells it entirely from his perspective, and the entire time you're watching it, you're going, oh my gosh, this is gonna, what's going to happen, and you know, but the sign language, amazing, everything about it was like, that's exactly how deaf people behave at a table, like, it is just so... It's chaotic, um, if you're not used to it, it's, uh, they're very blunt with each other, so I thought that was good. Now, of course, because Jeffrey Dahmer was gay, you are going to deal with a lot of like gay themes. Actually, one thing I I thought was funny with the LGBT thing is that it was actually on Netflix under like LGBT shows. Like, hey, this, these are shows that deal with the LGBT community, intersectionality. Aren't you happy you've been pandered to? And Jeffrey Dahmer was on there, and people had such a fit about it that they took it off. But I'm like, okay, guys. But technically speaking, it is LGBT. I, I just find that kind of funny because. Um, if you've seen the last duel, it dealt with like, and it's a true story where 
a woman was raped and the last duel explores the whole situation with the husband and uh, tr trying to get revenge and tells a story from different perspectives. And if you've seen it, it's funny cause I'm like, I don't see us like, I don't see straight people getting upset that that show if it was like straight representation and had the last duel, I wouldn't be upset because it's like, yeah, that, that that's what that is. But anyway, I find it kind of silly. So the things that people get upset about, man, you have got to get a life and also live in reality a little bit. Not everyone in every little community is peachy. I'm a Christian, man. We definitely know that. There's been plenty of abusers in the church, but you don't see me getting upset if a movie or a show explores a true story, <laughs> a true story of something that happened within the church, right? So anyway, but um, so anyway, I really like that. I thought it, it handled the exploring of the victims very tastefully. I thought it was very well done. Um, and I thought they handled it and just, I, I don't know, I just enjoyed it. I thought it was really good as far as I was concerned. And I was, of course, very tragic though. I mean, you're not feeling good when you're watching this show. Like do not watch the show, obviously, if you want to feel good. If you're watching a Jeffrey Dahmer show wanting to feel good, what are you doing? You must be a sadist. It's not to feel good, but it does show you the impact it has on the community. And we as Christians need to know how, how would we respond in those situations and how can we be a light to the world, even in the greatest darkness? And I think that is a very powerful message that we can all take away from that. Cause there's one particular character who's the neighbor who in the real story accounts actually like lived across the street. There's a few other things there, but she plays as this neighbor lady and you, and you go, yeah, how and you can tell she's trying to be a light to her community. And I really liked that. Um, the things I didn't like, like I said, didn't, wasn't a big fan of the intersectionality nonsense, um, that they kind of explored there. I also, uh, there's one thing that, um, why I almost did not make this video was, so here I thought the show was handling it so tastefully. And then when I finished the show, right, I find out afterwards that they never spoke to the victim's families on whether or not they were okay at all with making this show. And they never did. So suddenly this thing drops and these families are saying it's like re-traumatizing, which I don't blame them. Like, oh my gosh, like that would be horrible. Like that is, so you're over here like, oh, let's make it empathetic for the victims while at the same time, the real victims and the real families, you don't talk to about it at all. Like, I just feel like that's really distasteful or at least asking them how they would like it to be represented. Something, like just anything, throw them a bone of some sort. It just feels very like, hypocritical to me. And that's why I almost didn't make this because I'm like, well, the, I, I don't want to contribute to the trauma. But then I realized the entire internet is a buzz about this anyway. And there's no way my small voice is going to make that big of a difference. But that is a problem um, because this is, is a true story. And these victims' families are still around. And that is just not okay. I, I just find that to be very distasteful, especially if you're trying to make the show about the victims and how that impacted the victims while you at the same time ignored the victims so you can make something popular. It just seems like it, it's just a bad taste in my mouth, which if I had known that probably prior, I probably wouldn't have even watched the show, which is again why I'm like, I don't know. I was kind of on the fence on making this. But the other thing is, is uh, the thing that of course, most people are probably tuned in here to hear uh, my perspective on this, which is if anyone's familiar with the story, Jeffrey Dahmer eventually, after multiple failings from the police, by the way, which is a good thing for Christians to remember because a lot of Christians are back the blue kind of guys, which is not a bad thing. But if you blindly follow the police without asking questions, and you should always be objective and asking questions. You can be disappointed because holy cow, did the police mess up in this case? Like there are so many times he should have been caught and they never dealt, dealt with it. They actually sent like a 14 year old boy to his death. They just straight up did. Um, and it's horrible. But 
Later on, when he was in prison, he ended up, Jeffrey Dahmer ended up professing Christ as his Lord and Savior. And what's interesting about this is he talks about, like, he, like killings is more of a means to an end. He didn't really want to kill. He didn't enjoy it. He wanted companionship in a weird way. Um, obviously, he wasn't right in the head. But so then he said that he was an atheist and that he saw like animals eating other animals. And he's like, well, why is it wrong? Why would it be wrong for humans to eat other humans? Because we're just evolved animals. He didn't believe in God. And it, kind of, it does show whether people want to admit it or not, your worldview whether you believe in a God with objective morals or not a God does impact your reality. It does, period. It does. Because if you are, there is no God and you are just an evolved space accident, then Dahmer has a point on that, which is very uncomfortable, right? I mean, I think we all can agree. So then at that point, we have to say, well, then where does morality come from? Where does objective moral standards come from? Well, the only way you can really answer that consistently is to say that somebody set the rules or somebody within their nature uh, represents those rules. Somebody like, you know, God, as Christians would say, with natural law. But the other thing is, is with that being said, when Dahmer was in prison, he would kind of like taunt the inmates for a while, while at the same time he was seen a, a minister, uh, which by the way, Jonathan McRae with What Do You Mean did actually was able to interview the minister here. You should check that out. I actually found it very interesting um, and challenging because one of the things is that we have, I think of all asked who are familiar with this, with this story is, is Jeffrey Dahmer saved? Will we see him in heaven? Did he truly repent or was it another manipulation tactic? Because according to Dahmer, once he started getting like creation science literature, it changed his mind. And then he professed Christ as savior. And then he really sees that everything he did was horrific. Um, and before I was like, I'm not sure if I'm buying it. I am actually, I'm like 90% sure I'm not buying it. But the more I've dug into it, now I'm very much unsure. <laughs> um, so because what's interesting is that the very day that Jeffrey Dahmer is baptized and is reborn, so to speak, John Wayne Gacy, the clown killer who's killed over 33 young men, um, was killed by lethal injection. And also the same day there was, a, as a, there was an eclipse. Like, what in the world? Like, that's some crazy coincidental nonsense, right? Like, that's, that's wow, that's crazy. But anyway, so then the question is, 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 is he saved? So I think we can all answer the question is, can God save him? Could God save him? Yes, absolutely. Um, that's the whole point of grace, as as the minister so clearly pointed out in uh, Jonathan McRae's video. Um, he really got, that's the whole point of grace. Paul was a killer, right? Paul in Acts, you see that, but in Acts chapter 9, he turns his life around. Uh, we see plenty of people, King David, who was a killer, right? There's these people who were killers who God did save. So to say that God's unable to save these people is is just not true. Now, this is where people get very upset. Dahmer's minister, people get upset with Christians about how could your God save this? And this is where I say the gospel is offensive. It really is. Because not only does it condemn you, right? The gospel tells you, exposes your sin. But it also saves even the most offensive. And that is really the kind of, you could say, the scandal of the gospel, really. Like, it condemns, the, it condemns all sinners, but it also offers salvation to the worst of sinners, which is a lot to deal with. Like, as Christians, it's, that should be something that's actually we embrace, and we shouldn't be scared of that because we're one of the few, it's, our faith is one of the few faiths that will actually recognize that God can forgive any sin, which is a powerful statement. 
uh, then you're like your sin is not greater than his grace or his righteousness, and he can forgive you if you repent and believe. Find that to be just a powerful Christian message. And it was a good reminder. And I remember I was on the fence and because I was like, but was this a manipulation tactic as someone has been around a lot of narcissists and people like that? Um, it could just easily have been that right. A manipulation tactic. But then when you talk, when you hear from that interview, which you should go check out, it's only like 45 minutes. Um, it's fascinating because he said that even what Dahmer was saying once he professed faith is that, well, if it basically if it's an eye for an eye and justice means that I should be the one who dies, then am I sinning for staying alive? Like he's asking like real, like that's a legitimate question someone in his position should ask. And it makes you go, why would he ask that question if he's not genuine to one degree or other, right? And now granted, again, could be master manipulation, but I will say I do leave room for for the possibility that he could very well have been genuine, but you don't, we don't know for sure on this side of heaven. So that's why I'm, I won't say one way or the other. I think Christians who try to say one way or the other are kind of missing, you're, you're trying to play God and you just can't do that. However, I do think it is a thing that Christians should be willing to discuss and also be willing to embrace the fact that God could save anyone. Because from what I understand that, uh, and I could be wrong, but from what I understand that the taunting and the torment was really bad when he first got in there, when he'd like taunt the other uh, the other inmates. And then after he started meeting with the minister and professing Christ, he later on started behaving differently, uh, at least to some degree or other, like he started improving. And of course, the reason why I say he only started improving is because I think it was six or seven months after his profession that he was actually killed by another inmate who claimed he was told to kill him by God. So you have all sorts of craziness going on. I mean, that's the, that's the thing of this story. It is crazy. Um, so bottom line is, let me, so do I recommend watching the Jeffrey Dahmer show? Yes and no. <laughs> no, because I really feel that the, their whole way of trying to be empathetic toward the victims does fall flat when you yourselves did not talk to the victims before producing the show. Uh, I, I, I think that makes it hypocritical. Now, if that's something that you think that there's uh, something you could come up with, because there is, the, of course, the response of, well, this is a very public story. No one owns the story. And uh, even though they might not have talked to the victims, it doesn't mean that they can't empathize for the victims. And they wanted to do this show to bring more awareness of the story and also awareness of how the city has not even properly memorialized the victims, things like that. I can see an argument being made there. So that's kind of that's why I'm like, no, there. But at the same time, I can see a yes. And I'm like, that's where I'm like kind of on the fence with it. Um, but then, yes, in the aspect that, dang, is this well-produced. Holy cow, is this show uncomfortable. And it, it, and But at the same time, it explores some very important things that Christians need to ask themselves. And I think that's just important. Now, granted, you could probably get all that just by reading uh, a news story on this. So anyway, guys, those are my thoughts on The Jeffrey Dahmer Show. Let me know your thoughts of, on it down below if you've seen it. If you aren't going to see it, let me know uh, what you think about the story in general, uh, about his profession and faith, uh, faith. Let me know in the comments below as well. But either way, guys, this show was a bit of a roller coaster. It deals with extremely mature themes. So if you, uh, first off, not safe for kids, duh, but whatever, um, is very much a rated R show and it's a very adult for, it's very much for the mature people. So only watch it if you're ready for that. But at the same time, I think if you uh, are someone who can stomach through some of those things and you can, um, 
kind of eat the meat and spit out the bones a little bit, there is something here for, for you because it is an extremely well done show in many ways. The only bummer is I really wish they would have spoken to the victims' families about this before producing the show because I think it just makes the point of the show kind of fall flat for me. Uh, but anyway, uh, I guess nobody's perfect and I understand also business is big business and that's just the way it works. It's a cold, hard world and that's just the reality of it. However, it would be nice if this show, due to the pressure, the success of the show and the pressure of the show they at least memorialize the victims uh that would be kind of nice because i think that would be good instead of letting evil win the day let let what happened to these other people win right so like let the that let, like celebrate their lives and now christians i know i know you're gonna say oh but a lot of them were gay and so we have some of the extreme extreme christian groups who are just like nope nope these you know i've seen crazy christians be like oh yeah well you, actually we all know westboro baptist church right that way they act about homosexuality is just horrible um these people whether their lifestyle reflected a christian lifestyle or not are still created in the image of god god still loves them and god wants them to come to him and not succumb to the lusts of the flesh and especially probably doesn't want them to be murdered and cannibalized since that would be God willing evil and God is good and he does not will evil to happen. So anyway, with that being said, guys, let me know again your thoughts below. Subscribe to The Church Split and we look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Mm -hmm.